Hey, everyone. Welcome to a special bonus episode of Locked on Lakers for a Saturday. I'm Brian Kamenetsky. We just suck right now. Those were the words of LeBron James following yet another loss, this time 127-113 to the Grizzlies. Hard to argue with him. You are Locked on Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Locked On Lakers your first listen of every day, Monday through Friday, and obviously on Saturdays as well. Always free, never behind a paywall. Locked On Lakers on YouTube is where you can hang out with over 22,000 subscribers, all of whom are... Uh, running out of patience, I would say, with the Lakers. They lose again. The fourth straight loss for the Lakers. They're 10th in the uh, 13 games they've played since the in-season tournament. This time it's 127 to 113 uh, at home to the Grizzlies. The second game of this critical uh, stretch of almost exclusive ga- uh, exclusively games Inside that building, whether you know a Clippers home game or whatever, or a bunch of their own, uh, the only time they travel uh, is to Utah uh, over this next row. They they need to ma- win these games, and they are o o and two after this loss. And it was a uh, it was an incredibly frustrating one, I think, for everyone involved. Um, and it flipped the script a little bit. The Lakers came out clearly understanding what this game meant and what they needed. They were up by nine at the end of the first quarter. This is the rare game where the Lakers actually were terrible in the fourth quarter, which I'm going to get to, um, and excellent early. LeBron James, excellent early, five of seven for 14 points in the first quarter. That would not hold the Lakers. Only eight turnovers through the first three quarters. That would not hold. it was one of these games where I feel like, to some degree, everything that has been a problem for the Lakers found a way to be part of this one. There were moments where the Lakers really struggled defensively, particularly in transition, losing players, um, not just simply just not getting too often, just not getting back. Um, they allowed Marcus Smart to hit approximately 11 billion three-pointers in this game. He was uh, 8 of 14 from three-point range. Uh, the Grizzlies, who are not a great three-point shooting team, hit 23, continuing a season-long trend of the Lakers allowing poor three-point shooters uh, and poor three-point shooting teams to get entirely too comfortable uh, behind the three-point line. It's one thing to... Uh, allow certain shooters to have a little bit of latitude, allow certain teams to have a little bit of latitude because you're playing towards percentages. You're playing toward, you know, uh, you know, trying to play teams away from their strengths. But at this point, the pattern is so obvious with the Lakers who have led the league in allowing, uh, you know, these, these situations, these teams uh, who have, sh- who are bad shooting teams to shoot well. Um, at some point, you have to recognize that this strategy or the way that we are executing it, the point at which we say no more, you now have to earn your shot somewhere else. Um, they just haven't exactly figured that 
out. Um, but it, it hurt them again. Uh, Alex Regla, this is from Alex Regla at um, Silver Screen and Roll. Uh, according to the league's tracking data, no team allows more wide-open three-point attempts a game than the Lakers. That's 22.5. So it uh, just drives home that strategy. Like it is, it is part of what they do, and it is not uh, effective. And you know, the Lakers started off hot offensively, and the offense would uh, get worse as the game went on and completely collapsed in the fourth quarter. Um, the, the issues around, I think, coaching, became problematic in the fourth quarter as the offense as the offense collapsed there was no uh intervention from Darvin Ham there was no you know assertion of play calling it was just let's see if we can isolate LeBron let's see if we can isolate Anthony Davis there was very little ball movement everything got very stagnant um the problem that they've had all season so that's a Darvin thing we're gonna spend a lot of time on Darvin for Monday's show Andy's doing radio for uh, 710 ESPN, which is, by the way, the Lakers' flagship radio station in Los Angeles, uh, taking a lot of calls, I'm sure, um, about Darvin. Um, he, if you, wa- if you had a chance to watch the postgame show on uh, Spectrum Sportsnet, this was one of the first times I've seen Darvin really seem to be struggling to think of, what's the right answer here? What's the way for me to, to go about this? And he ended up, Landing on a lot of the same platitudes and things about, you know, we're going to focus. I'm not, uh, I'm not going to shy away from the challenge. And then, you know, it's all stuff that we as an audience have heard a, a bunch of times. Um, and I think fans are kind of sick of it given how they're playing. The big question to me is if this is what he's saying to the players, if the messaging continues to be this from the players, I am willing to bet that the players have tuned him out. And just have, have, have or, or if they haven't completely tuned them out, have gotten real close. Um, it is never a good place for a team to be in a situation where the coach uh, and the coach's job security is being called into question as loudly as it uh, has started to become in LA uh, and will become even more so should the Lakers lose to the Clippers on Sunday. Um, given the trajectory of these teams right now, that is where I think most people would put their money. Um, very few teams in the NBA playing better, if any, than the Clippers right now. Very few teams playing worse than the Lakers. Um, there was the problem of LeBron. Mentioned at the beginning of the game, LeBron had uh, 14 points in the first quarter. He was 5 of 7 from the floor. He finishes the game 11 of 24 for 32 points. So like the stat, the end stat line, 32 points, Seven, uh, five rebounds, seven assists, five steals. It doesn't look bad, and obviously, you know, there's some production in there, but it's really front loaded. And I think what it re- what it revealed um, Saturday or Friday night were the the limitations of LeBron when LeBron goes out and lights it up early and put pours a ton into the game early. It's very hard for him to finish with the kind of strength and energy the Lakers might need on a given now look I had no problem with him trying to you know get the Lakers out to a lead early they've been so bad in first in first quarters I'm not blaming LeBron for this game I'm pointing out limitations to the team leaning on LeBron as hard as they have not just in this game where he played almost 39 minutes um, and these were high leverage high usage minutes um but all season long they've put themselves in a position where 
halfway through the season or not even halfway through the season, they may have burnt out LeBron um, or, 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 you know, made it hard for him to be a first quarter force and a fourth quarter force because they don't have the depth right now. Cam, uh, excuse me, uh, Rui Hachimura and um, D'Angelo Russell both missed this game, um, may miss Sunday's game as well. Um, and so LeBron gets in the fourth quarter. Uh, the legs start to go. He turns the ball over three times. Um, he uh, missed four free throws in the fourth quarter. All four free throws that he missed on the night came in the fourth quarter. Um, it was just, it was a terrible offensive quarter. Um, which led, of course, as we've seen throughout the season, to terrible defense. When your offense is as bad as the Lakers' offense was in the fourth quarter, it is extremely difficult to play good defense. Lakers scored 19 points in the fourth quarter. They only scored 21 in the second. Like They had these incredibly lengthy droughts, um, often built around shooting, um, that you know they were 0 for 6, for example, from three-point range. Um, they were five of nine from the free throw line. Like the, these are just catastrophically bad numbers, um, for a team, uh, you know, against the Memphis team that I, I understand their record is not good. Um, but their record with John Morant back in the lineup is significantly better. I believe they have now, I think they were eight and five or eight and three coming into this game with Ja. Now I think are nine and three. So this is a you know, team that looks much more like the the group that the Lakers faced in the playoffs last year. You can't have these kinds of fourth quarters and expect to win. Um, the again, the big question is going to be how long the Lakers um, can hang on. Can they turn it around with Darvin Ham as their coach? Do they want to? I saw some people on Twitter saying Lakers quit in the fourth quarter. I do not think that's what happened. I think they collapsed in the fourth quarter, and I think there was no response. There was no counterpunch. There was no, okay, they're doing X, we're going to do Y to counter what they're doing. And, you know, the Lakers are shorthanded. They are, you know, they have players on the team who are not necessarily performing as uh, they need to, but, you know, Anthony Davis gave you 31, six and four, a couple block shots. Austin Reeves gave you 19, eight of 14 from the floor, 12 assists for Reeves. You know, Torian Prince was three of seven from three point range. Christian Wood, aside from a god awful shot, a three pointer in the fourth quarter that was indicative of the kind of uh, uh, offense the Lakers were playing. Um, overall, gave them some decent minutes. Lakers just didn't have enough depth. Jared Vanderbilt didn't score. Um, in his 16 minutes, Max Christie only had two points in his 20 minutes. Um, and when you're only playing, that's five, eight guys, and you get two points from two of them um, in, in 36 minutes of play, that is problematic. Um, don't know exactly how the Lakers solve this. I don't think solve. I don't think firing Darvin Ham solves the problem. Changes the voice. You get the bump. You get the energy that always seems to come with a coaching change in professional sports. I don't necessarily, it, it's not going to solve all the Lakers problems. Um, but I do wonder if the Lakers get blown out, if they look bad on Sunday, um, if we have reached the point where um, Darvin is coaching on, uh, on, on Tuesday, 
So we'll see. Uh, Locked on Lakers on YouTube is where you can go hang out uh, with everyone to uh, complain about what the Lakers are doing to vent. Uh, we will be discussing. We will take some of your comments and things like that, uh, and, and and move them into the week. Um, so plenty to discuss as we go forward. But first, need to tell you that uh, Locked On Lakers is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is the largest daily fantasy sports platform in North America. The easiest and most exciting way to play DFS is just you against the numbers. So instead of battling thousands of other players, including pros, sharks. You pick more or less, uh, more more than or less than on two to six player stat, uh, two to six player stat projections, and you just watch the winnings roll in. It's that simple. Uh, Prize Picks offers all kinds of really fun ways to engage in DFS play, including the combo projections across football and basketball from the Specials League. It's a league created specifically for combo projections that include two or more pl- players from different sports or leagues. For example, LeBron James and Travis Kelsey at a 10.5 combo of three-pointers made and receptions. That's a fun one to play as the NFL gets into the playoffs. Uh, Prize Picks even offers a reboot policy so that entries your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured Uh, for football and basketball games if you have a guy who exits the game in the first half and does not return in the second that player is rebooted prize picks is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy Um, so what you want to do is you go to prizepicks.com slash locked on nba use that code locked on nba for a first deposit match up to a hundred dollars again prizepicks.com slash locked on nba use that code locked on nba first deposit match up to a hundred dollars prize picks daily fantasy sports made easy Locked on Lakers also brought to you by FanDuel. The NFL regular season is wrapping up week 18 this weekend, but there is still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $150 in bonus bets win or lose. The app is so easy to use, and there's so many ways to, to bet uh, to get in on the action, uh, whether you're talking same, live same-game parlays, you find bets in the new Explore tab, you make a parlay in the Parlay Hub. It's the best way to find the most popular parlays. So go visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. Again, FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. We'll see everyone after the Clipper game on Sunday.